You're listening to the TNT Effect, the Athletes Podcast. This is the podcast where athletes discuss their journey and sports professionals talk about how they support these athletes. I'm your host, Dr. Tierra Roll. Let's get into today's episode. Today's episode, I have with me NFL sports agent and CEO Edward Davis of Checkmate Sports and Entertainment. So welcome, Edward. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. First thing, before we get into what you do now with Checkmate and Mm -hmm. all the things that you do to assist with building the careers of your, your elite athletes or professional athletes, let's talk about how you got to this point. Why, what made you decide to become a sports agent and, you know, just go this route? Okay. Well, growing up, I I had the dream, like most people, um, to go professional, wanting to play in the NFL. Um, My goal, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. So my goal was to play for the Atlanta Falcons, wanting to go to UGA, win a couple of national championships, and then go win the Super Bowl for the Falcons. Um, Super Bowl for the Falcons. Yeah. That that dream in and of itself, it's um that's the dream and, and UGA winning the national championship looked like a dream as well, the way we be acting. So <laughs> I just wanted to uh you know be the savior for my community and, and win win finally for the city. Um, but I, I it didn't happen. So um I had to pivot. Um after my I ended up going to Virginia State University, played quarterback up there for a couple of years, uh, ran into some, you know, uh, college politics with you know bad coaches. Um, so I had to pivot. I thought about going into coaching myself, but you know, that that uh, that experience left a bad taste in my mouth. So I I, I looked at um wanted to stay close to the game. And I just thought that athlete representation was was my calling. I love the idea of representing clients and uh, being an advocate for them and standing, you know, standing on the table fighting for them. So um, I got into the in, into athlete representation. Um, I wanted to intern. I w- tried to intern for a couple of people. Didn't go too well. Um, it's a very competitive business. Um, not a lot of opportunity um, unless you bring in, you know, LeBron James to the table or, you know, uh, you know, a top talent to the table. Most people not letting you in, especially when you look like we do. So um, I ended up launching Checkmate Sports in 2018. We got certified 2019 and we had our coming out party this year. We got two guys into the league in a pandemic. We, you know, we, uh, the future is bright. The future is bright. So what is the road or the, I guess the end road to get into this type of profession? Well, the old way and the, the, the traditional way is either you had to be a former athlete in the, and that was professional athlete um, that had the connections or you have to come in and um, have a, a friend, brother, sister, somebody that has a high chance of getting drafted. And then you would just leverage that relationship with a sports agency to get an opportunity. Um, you know, because they, they would love to to recruit a player and say, hey, your brother works here. Your sister works here. Come work, you know, come join our company. So that's the old way um, or the or, or you know, um, the, the the Rich Paul way or the Lee Steinberg way is, is to, you know, be at the right place at the right time and to meet, you know, generational athletes on the upcome. And then, you know, just working your way into that circle and and going, you know, doing it that way. So, um it's, it's, it's really no right or wrong way. It's, it's just get in. Get in where you fit in. Yeah, that's the, 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 the usual, you know, the traditional way. 
So someone who is in finance and they want to pivot and change career paths and they want to get into this game and become a sports agent, how would they go about doing that? Well, the best way to to go about it, um, it, it's really no best way. It's just to get in. What I experienced when I was trying to get into the, the business, my high school principal actually is a big time sports agent right now. And uh, I looked up to him when he was, you know, uh, going through his process. He was actually working at our he was our principal, you know, as he became an agent and then as he got bigger clients, you know, he left the, the school system. Um, but knowing that I actually reached out to him. I saw, you know, throughout my undergrad years trying to get an internship, I reached out to him um, in my, you know, when I was getting my master's to, to try to work with him. And I'll be honest with you, he, was, he wasn't too welcoming. And I, I realized that um, the space is so competitive, you know, and at first I took it personal, but then I realized that, his path to get there was probably very difficult because he came, you know, he's been an agent before it was cool for, you know, us to get in the space. So probably just a rough journey for him. And so, you know, he may not be uh, too, you know, not trying to help the next person up, but I always feel like everybody don't have to get it out the mud. You know, it's like you do that so that everybody don't have to do that. So I'm, that's probably, that's the stage I'm going through where I'm, I'm going through the mud. Um, but uh, I remember my experience with it and it's still fresh. So once I got into the business, I said I was going to do my best to help people who want to get in. So we actually ha- um, had like a beta program this, uh, this last year just to try it out where we had a, a female from Xavier University. She came and worked with us. Uh, she started out as an intern and she, she did an amazing job. And then she came on working with us full time now. Um, and then we had a, another gentleman. He was an intern from West Georgia. And um, he, he did an excellent job. He would have came on full time, but he's still in school. He's interning with Element Sports now. And it was just an amazing experience. And I felt, honestly, I felt, it, it felt just as, I'm not going to say better um, to get them, like when we got the guys into the league, but it felt just as good to see, you know, that we can help them, you know, um, chase their dreams. So what we're doing now is we just want to open it up to everybody. So starting in January, we're holding a, a, a free web class for anybody who wants to become an agent, you know? So um, if they, and you don't have to be in college, you could be 25, 30, 35, but if you just want to, you know, want to pivot and get into the space, um, we are offering that, offering that opportunity and, uh, and uh, something that a lot of people don't know about is in 2021, the um, name image and likeness bill is being passed, which is going to allow, um, college students to get paid off of their name, image, and likeness. And I think that is the next gold rush. And so if you haven't thought about being a sports agent, it's a good time to think about it. And the cool thing about it is we are offering that opportunity to people who want to do it. And you don't need a law degree. So I think it's something that uh, a lot of people should be thinking about if they're not. With your internship, what type of commitment does that um, require? Well, I don't really think it's an internship. It's more of education. Um, the internship is there if you want to do it. Mm-hmm. The education part is, is what we think is most important because what we realize is people, if people are educated, then they will want to do it. But if they don't know, you don't you don't know what you don't know. So it's really just an educational process, but it's just going to be uh, once a week and it's going to be an hour to two hour long where anybody wants to get in Um ask questions we want to do it for it's a six-week uh master class and we're basically going to train people educate them on the the sport and the, the industry and then at the end of the class if they want to you know um 
come on full time. Like if they're not in school, they can come on or if they're in school and they just need an internship, they can do that as well. So the choice is really up to them. um, What we're really just trying to do is just educate people so that the next wave of agents um, have a good understanding of the industry. That's good, because as you mentioned, there's going to be a a next gold rush with this new um, this new Mm -hmm. law coming into place with the NCAA. So that's going to be huge. A lot of people are talking about it because they're building right now. They're building the apps. They're building the websites. They're building the the, the structure so that when it passes, you know, they're already first in line. So the thing about us, we are all about, I guess you could say, we're about, uh, we're not trying to hide the information. You know, I I don't know why uh, a lot of people are so scarce <laughs> yeah they have that scarce mentality but i feel like you know um we're, we're we're stronger together so we're not trying to hide the information we we actually want to tell the world and we want to let the world know hey you know you, you can get in this space if you want to you know just um you know link up with us and and let's take over together i like that help you know helping people come up with you mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what we're all about so moving on to what you do specifically for the athletes, what does your role look like when you're helping these athletes? Um, agent, we wear many hats. We negotiate the contracts. Uh, we secure endorsements and sponsorships. Um, we're psychiatrists. <laughs> we're Uber drivers. <laughs> we're, uh, you know, we're, we, we pick up the uh, lunch and, you know, dinners and stuff like that. I mean, we do... Um, we do a lot of things, but the, I mean, I guess everybody knows, you know, knows an agent as contract negotiator. But to be honest with you, that is so minimal for what we do. And it's only, you know, a short period of time. Um, majority of what we do is is nurture and um, build the relationship with our clients and make sure that they are in optimal situations and just try to maximize their income um, for the amount of time that they're playing in the league. So when you're nurturing and building those relationships um, for you, what does that look like when you come into contact with that athlete? And how does that? Um, the thing about me is I'm all about most people when they're the middleman, a.k.a. the agent, the manager, stuff like that. I feel like they try to isolate the the talent so that nobody else can because they're so afraid of people taking them away. You know, so they 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 want everybody to come through them, you know, and, and I get it. But I compare it to like a relationship with a spouse, you know, that that person who's insecure like that is never for me when I've dealt it just never was a healthy relationship. So I'm more about empowering my clients so that, you know, when those snakes and when people who are trying to come, they they're they're they're, you know, well aware to to see that and just avoid those things. You know, they just value me for being me. But um, my, my relationship with, with them is just to educate them. I just want to uh, educate our clients so that they can make sound decisions on and off the field. You know what? We see that a lot with, or you hear about it, I should say. I don't necessarily see it so much. Maybe you do. But with the snakes and everybody coming in and they're in their ears and maybe you start to, um, they start to come into contact with the bigger agents or the athletes who have the bigger agents and bigger contracts and all that stuff. And then, you know, they start making some empty promises and it, you know, it looks shiny, (laughs) it's glittering and uh, people start to uh, stray away and go that way. But the grass isn't always green on the other side. (laughs) It's not. Um, The thing that, the thing about it is uh, people always say one thing, but they, they always do the other. 
And I'm noticing that now, like everybody always say, yeah, I don't want that. I want that. And then they end up going after that, you know, <laughs> it's like, so I, I, I've noticed that a lot um, in this business. Um, so I, I started to remove emotions from the job. You know, it's no, I, I, I'm, I'm learning not to take it personal. It's just, it's business and um, people are, people are people and nobody's perfect. And, you know, a lot of times we're dealing with, you know, um, young adults who are coming into, you know, wealth and been, um, had a certain lifestyle their whole entire life. So, they don't have the same experiences that we have. They may not, they may have a different perspective. Um, so you can't really judge them on, on certain things, you know, but so I, I just, I try to remove emotions and just, just do the work. What's for me is for me. I feel like it's kind of hard or it can be hard to remove your emotions. Like you it's business, but you know, just from the human aspect and you're building a relationship with people and you want the best for them. Sometimes it can be challenging to, you know, remove the emotional side or I'm just a good human being and you seem to be a good human being and we're vibing. We have that chemistry and we want to make sure that we can build that relationship. But at the same time, you have to, you know, put the professional relationship above that um, while still being a good person and not being a jerk. <laughs> oh yeah. It, uh, honestly, it's extremely difficult, you know, um, especially when we know um, the history that we go through in this country, you know, and, and the people who do it to us. And, and then it's crazy when you hit, you know, a lot of, you know, people will say things like, uh, I don't know, you know, if, if we can trust you or how, you know, and it's like history shows us who we can trust, <laughs> you know, you know, like, like, but I mean, people still people, you know, so I mean, I don't want to go too deep into that, but it's interesting and it's extremely difficult to remove emotions. Um, but because um, you're going to get sad, you're going to, you know, um, be depressed at times. But I think the part of removing emotion is to understand that, hey, I am sad, I am depressed, but it's not me. You know, this is just something, you know, just go sleep it off, go run it off, go work out. And then tomorrow, the, the sun will shine tomorrow. It will. It definitely will. Um, so what are some of the major challenges you faced in this profession? Um, I think me being young at first, you know, and I still think I'm dealing with this is um, showing people that we have the same resources that the big firms have. A lot of families always, you know, when I come in and sit down, they want to know, hey, how do you make money? You know, where's where's your money coming from? And it's funny because I know they don't ask anybody else that. You know, I know when other guys walk in, they don't ask that. And then um, it's funny because, um, like, for example, I had a client big time, man, I wanted this guy so bad. He was really good. <laughs> and so he's not a client, he's a potential, he's a recruit. And um, I was talking to him at the beginning of the summer, built a relationship. Um, he pretty much gave me a verbal commitment, was locked in, was good to go. And then right before the season, some bigger agents came in, was just like, hey, I'm going to give him $30,000, blah, 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 blah. So his dad called me and was just like, hey, um, we just got an offer from another firm, you know, for 30000 blah, blah, blah. I guess he was just like, yeah, so we're just going to go with him. So I was like, okay, well, um, because we was, we was recruiting other guys, but I was going to stop recruiting the other guys and just, you know, put my resources into him. I was like, okay, well, we'll match it. And then the dad was like, um, okay, <laughs> let me call you back. <laughs> so he called me back 10 minutes later, and then he's going to say, uh, so why didn't you offer that from the get go? 
And I was like, because you didn't ask for that, for the get you, you know, standard was paying for training and, you know, housing, transportation like that. And so then his dad tried to switch it up. Well, I just feel like you, um, you shortchanging my son. And so what I did was I actually sent him a, um, a blog and it was like for sports agents to, you know, break down the, the type of money you should spend depending on the draft grade and the amount of money that I initially, you know, uh, committed to was actually more than the average. And that's the bad thing about um, my whole point of that is we actually have to work harder. We have to do more. You know, they want us to take less and work harder than the people out of our community. You know what I'm saying? Because they feel like they're doing us a solid. You know, they're helping us out when in actuality we're helping each other out. Because the thing about people outside of our community, you know, when you get cut, you get cut. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. And then and then that's when that, you know, when they say it's business, then that's when it's business to you. But then that's when it's, oh, man, the agent, they don't care about. Yeah, you, you that's what you signed up for. You know, you didn't you didn't sign up to be cared about. You signed up for business. And, and that's what I try. That's the hardest part about this business is to educate people. You know, when you go when you sign up for the bag. You get you got to sign up for the bad part of it too, not just the good part, the the bad part, and I think that's the the, the rough part about it. You know, we we see it in and out, we hear all the horror horror stories, but people still, some people still go into the trap. They do. So now, what's the reward for you? Um, I think the reward for me is it's just knowing that I played a part in making somebody's life better. And at this point in my career, we're working with a lot of guys that are under the radar and may be on the defense of making it to the NFL. So um, I actually, you know, run into people who may not get into the league. So without our services. So uh, we was able to get two guys to the league this year um, that, you know, without our help probably wouldn't have made it. So I, that was extremely um, rewarding. Um, for for us and also again just tying back into the the people um, for Tiandra and Dominique you know that they came and worked with us um, it was rewarding to see them follow their dreams and and, and see that they didn't have to go through what I went through so um, I, I think those are, are, are just being able to be valued in, in service of others I think that's the best part for me service of others absolutely and you know helping people and like you said, everybody doesn't have to go through the mud. <laughs> like, nobody, we paved the way. Yeah, no other community does that. Everybody else, all right, great, great, great grandpa did it. And now everybody else good. You know, we, oh, I went through the mud. So you got, no, nah, that's not how it's supposed to be. Mm-mm. So I, I'm, I, I hate that about, you know, um, us. So I just, I just want us to fix that. But yeah. We'll when you're there. looking for um, your clients, one, how do you go about looking for them? And then two, what do you look for when you're um, determining who you want to take on as a client? Well, I have a, uh, I, being a former athlete, I have a good eye for talent. So I actually just watch football and I just really go off my own eye for talent. And then I, I follow up with, with uh, connects throughout the league to um, see how they feel, you know, make sure that I'm on point with my, my judgment. And then I just go from there. So uh, it's not it's not really um, a trick to it. It's just you got to know football. You know football. You lock in and, and you can identify who's who. You know who's really good. Who's only good because of their system. Who's good in college, but they may not be good in the NFL. 
Um, so it's a, it's a, it's a skill to it, um, but it's not, you know, rocket science. But you wouldn't take on just anybody just for the, just because they're good talent, right? Or it, no, are there no, other no, things that go no. into it? Definitely. Um, character, character is, is huge. Um, and you know, when you first get into business, you're real excited, you're thirsty, you just want to represent anybody and it's good. And compared to relationships, it's just like, you know, dating, um, somebody who you're not equally yoked to, you know, it's like, they may look good on the outside. It's like, great, great. Yeah. Yeah. I got him. I got her. We're in this relationship. Great. But then after, once that wears down and, you know, it's like, man, this individual is toxic. This individual <laughs> is not for me. Then you start to realize, you know what? It's not even worth it. You know, so um, like once you, you know, you get in it and you start to, you know, learn your way, you start to, you know, navigate towards certain type of players with, with certain type of uh, mindsets. Now, on the flip side of that, what should an athlete look for in a sports agent? Uh, I think an athlete should pick an agent that picks them. Um, and what I mean by that is if you're not a priority from the jump, just imagine what you're going to be after you sign and they are and they're guaranteed to make those contracts. And that's what I think, you know, that that's that should be the number one thing, you know, because a lot of times players forget that the agent works for them, not the other way around. They, they, mm-hmm. They're so quick to want to, you know, ride the wave of somebody else and then they get there and they get treated like, you know, a bonus or, you know, not a priority. And then they're upset. And it's like, but that's what you signed up for. You signed up to be an option. You know, you signed up just to ride the wave. Um, so I would, I would uh, recommend athletes to do that. And now the last thing before we go, what advice would you give younger athletes and maybe even the parents who want to play at the top level at the professional level? Um, for the athletes, I tell athletes to, and I, I tend to say this a lot, but I think it's powerful. Um, the two things athletes should do is first, they should leverage their their power while they have it. Because the thing about sports is, um, and you don't realize it until you're done playing, that we're special, but we're not unique. And a lot of times when you're playing football and basketball and all these things, you think, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. Great. And then the moment you, when people, because life starts when people feel they can't use you, you know. So everything you 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 asking for, people gonna say yes, yes, because they think you're going to the league. They think you're gonna get a check down the line. But the moment you not playing and they don't like that's done. Mom and dad gonna get a little mean, you know. Sister and brother may not cash app you, you know. Those girls or those boys may not be checking for you like that, you know. So. And um, and that's always going to happen, even if you make it professional. Life happens once once the game stops. So what I recommend for them is while you have that momentum to leverage it. So if you're in the league, go. You know, I mean, if you're in college, go talk to the biggest boosters. You know, go build that relationship. Go do internships with them throughout the summer. That way, if you don't go to the league, you can transition and work for them or work with them. You know, and if you're in the league, go talk to the owners. You know, go talk to, to the GM. Go get into coaching stuff like that. So. That when the game is done, it's not, you know, you're not walking away sad. You, you, you walk, you're ready to transition into the next phase. And then the next thing I try to tell players is just to stay humble, you know, in the sense of not humble as in letting people, you know, walk all over you, but just, you know, um, have a, a certain perspective because 
The thing is, you want to be humble before a guy humbles you. A lot of people wait to after a guy humbled them, then they want to, oh yeah, you know, then they want to come to God moment. You know, like it, it shouldn't have to, that shouldn't have to happen before you to act in a certain way. Um, right. So do that. And then for parents, understand that there's a lot of anxiety and stress that players have to go through, you know. Parents put a lot of pressure on kids, telling, hey, I need you to retire me, or I, I can't wait for you to get to the lead to take care of this, take care of that. And that weighs heavy on players. And I realized that talking to players a lot, you know. So as, as a parent, um, just be there, you know. I don't want to tell people how to raise their kids, you know, but I just want to make parents aware that, you know, those uh, expectations are heavy um, on a lot of kids so just be you know just be aware of that and um that's it for them parents are are different so I don't want to say nothing. <laughs> they are different yeah I don't want to say nothing bad just I, I just want to make parents aware of that if they didn't know yeah because some parents do try to live vicariously through their children especially if they had big dreams of being professional athletes or whatever the case is they are hard to deal with you said that, not me. <laughs> Instantly, write me off. So I don't, uh, hey. I'm okay, that was all me. That was <laughs> all me. That was not Edward. You, know, um, you can talk to him. Parents, yeah, y'all good. At, parents, you good in my book. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, Edward. I really appreciate your time. and um, Thank you for having me. And uh, can I just wrap it up one thing? Uh-huh. Um, if anybody, like I said, if anybody wants to get into the sports industry, they can um, uh, sign up for our free web classes January 5th at uh, www.sportsagentmasterclass.com. That's it. Right. I forgot to ask you about that, too. And also, if you want to drop your Instagram or any other social media handle. Oh, yeah. My, um, you can follow me on Instagram. It's called my agent underscore. Again, call my agent underscore uh, regular spelling. And it's on Twitter as well. And if you're on Clubhouse, I'm on there as well at uh, call my agent underscore. Thank you for tuning in today. And a special thank you to my guest. If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit the subscribe button. To learn about the sports performance, rehab, and wellness services provided by Dr. Tierra, please go to www.thetntfect.com. You can also send questions to info at the TNT And remember, a healthy athlete is a whole athlete.